You are now tuned in to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. I am your host, Joy. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this is episode number 22 entitled Entrepreneurs Twerk 2. <laughs> this conversation is me and my girls. We were wrapping up our weekend getaway. It was Sunday and we were preparing our minds for the upcoming work week. We began to share stories about some of the internal conversations and conflicts that we have around being business owners who are responsible for our brand, but also we're just women who like to have fun and do things that are sometimes not maybe in line with the picture that people create in their minds of who we are, who we should be based on the work that we do. So it's an interesting dichotomy and it's definitely a very ever present kind of internal conversation that I'm having certainly around how do I best represent my brand, but also show up authentically as who I am apart from what I do. So um, we talked about, you know, what it looks like to have separate business accounts so that we don't mix and mingle our personal lives with our professional lives. We talked about how to deal with people who maybe um, expect you to show up a certain way because of what you do. And then when you exist outside of those parameters, they don't know how to respond or react to that. We talked about um, when people kind of mouth off and lash out in social media, especially when you kind of go against the picture that they have in their minds of who you are, who you're supposed to be and how to handle that. I share a story about a time that it was um, I was kind of being threatened, I guess, that someone was going to quote unquote expose me because I am not who I quote unquote pretend to be. So that was a very interesting experience and um, really caused me to reflect on two things. One, how people perceive you, but two, the importance of really being um, honest and authentic and owning the things that you do because you never know when they're going to come back around. So a couple of things come up in this conversation. I'm excited to share it with you with my girls, Akilah and Jay. And um, I hope that you guys enjoy it because I'm pretty sure if there's any entrepreneurs out there or even if you have a nine to five and you show up a certain way at your job, but then there are things that you may do in the evenings or on the weekend that are just a different persona and um, what it's like to kind of tread the line and sort of live and exist in both worlds and have them both be really accurate representations of who you are, just very different facets of your lifestyle. So without further ado, episode number 22, Entrepreneurs Twerk 2. Enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am sitting here right now with my gorgeous friends and we were having a conversation and I thought, you know what, we get to record a podcast because I think this is so relevant um, beyond the three of us who are in this room and for so many of us. And so I just wanted to share our thoughts, our feelings, our processes as we're kind of going through this. And so what we were talking about is um, navigating the world of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner and building your brand and wanting to be very aware of how you present yourself, how you represent your business and how people come to know what it is that you do, but also wanting to be authentic in that process, particularly when it comes to like social media and even maybe some of the language that you're going to use on your website, things like that, where you want people to also know you, the person. And so kind of the, the things that we deal with when we're navigating that world and like I said, wanting to be authentic, but also wanting to represent your brand well and what that means and, you know, struggling sometimes to um, decide whether or not you should reveal certain parts of yourself in certain ways or in whatever that looks like and feels like when you're kind of asking those questions, should I post this and whatever, whatever that may be. And so I, I just thought it was an interesting conversation. And so we are here recording. I should also say that we are on a bit of a girls trip right now. So so we're we're winding down. It's Sunday uh, afternoon and we're winding down from a, a good weekend of just hanging out poolside, sipping on margaritas and wine and all of the all things. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. <laughs> all kind of so yeah, we're kind of we're like in this just place of like kind of I guess preparing our minds for the work week ahead and 
just wanting to enjoy these last moments of connecting and being together. So thank you guys so much for being willing to record. I know we're on yes. vacation. Yes. <laughs> but um, it's just as good. This is such a good thing. And, and I know that you guys have such great and valuable input. So I want I want to share. So thank you so much. I want to, yes. before we get started, have you guys introduce yourself. So right. start with you. Hello, everyone. I'm Akila. Um, I'm a real estate broker. I currently work in residential leasing. I lease single family homes. I also recently started a business, uh, enterprisrealty.org. <laughs> uh, that's my website uh, where I focus mainly on consulting with renters and homeowners as well as uh, property management. Nice. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank this, you. Is a, this is a brand new business, so yes. we want to shout you out. We're going to yes. definitely make sure that we yes. get your contact information Absolutely. and everything again at the end. Yes. And hello, everyone. I am Jay Young. Um, I am an online entrepreneur, uh, which means I have a home-based internet business. And I am a healer, which is my passion and purpose in life. Um, the modalities that I perform are uh, Reiki, which is a Japanese modality. It's an, a form of energy healing. And I do sound healing as well as crystal therapy. Um, I also incorporate some other things into that, like uh, clairvoyant readings and all of that fun stuff that we don't see here on the physical plane. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you can find me at www.jayounghealing.com. So thank you, Joy, for having us here. Yeah, thank yes. you guys so much. So we have a good range of stuff going on here. So right. you deal a lot in like energy and you're dealing in like the physical world of like where we live, which right. is huge, very right? Um, huge and important, um, particularly even just to tie the two together. Like we, our homes, our our kind of our safe havens and so you want to be protective of and aware of the types of energy you allow in there and I know Jay does a lot of like healing of energy energetic spaces with you know like saging and like she said crystals and things like that definitely prayer and meditation and just kind of walking through your space and just putting out your own kind of yes. good vibes particularly when you live there and that's like I said your safe haven you want to be very aware of and connected to what you're allowing in there right. and then of exactly. course Absolutely. Yeah, so of course you guys know I do a lot of work with mental and emotional health as well as physical health. So I guess it's mind, body, spirit um, with my she workshops and with my online one-on-one -on -one clarity calls and coaching and then the F Word program. So like we've got a range of things going on mm -hmm. here in terms Absolutely. of the types of business that we do. Right. But the common thread is yes. we've got three young black women mm -hmm who work for themselves and are working to really build their brand and be kind of just in the spaces that they need to that we need to navigate right um to grow our businesses and right. knowing and realizing that largely in the world that we live in today we are the face of our businesses right and right. um that's that's the part. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That can be a and, challenge. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and as I said, we are here on vacation. And so realizing like there's a part of us that is, it's always going to be influencing and impacting our business because it's who we are. When we're building our businesses, it's largely a reflection of an extension of who we are, what we're right. passionate about, what we mm -hmm. care about, where we see a need in the world and where we want mm -hmm. to participate in um, filling the void, if you will, right. right? And so always our business is going to be attached to and impacted and influenced by by who we are, right? Um, Absolutely. By and large, and that's right? What our conversation right. is about, yeah. Is, you know, our business is an extension of us. It isn't us. Exactly. That's, that's the balance that we're. Separating you know, we have to yeah. Separate. That's huge. It's what you do, not who you are. Exactly. And that's a huge thing, <laughs> because when you think about who you are. And mm -hmm. like I said, you guys, we are on vacation. So we had our vacation things happening. Right. And, <laughs> and yeah. it's like, okay, you almost feel like you got to like switch gears, right? And go right. back into quote unquote work mode, which is appropriate, right? Because right? not mm -hmm. everything is appropriate all the time. Right. However, um, I've been recently having this internal conversation around like 
Am I hiding parts of myself? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I tucking them away mm-hmm. for the sake of what I think a quote unquote business person is supposed to look like? And right. why is the question? And why am why? I doing that? Doing and is it really necessary? Right. And I think if I can be honest, a large part of what I do and who I am trying to reach with the work I do is like the people like us who were kind of straddling that line. I always say like we were raised in a world that talked to us about education and business and work and professional and career in a certain way. And it was like, you go to school, you, you get the degree, you graduate, you get the job, you work the job for however many years, 20, 30, 40 years, maybe then you retire from the job. And like that's mm-hmm. even, then you have your golden years of life or whatever. Right. Right. And that was kind of the conversation that we had growing up. And then when we kind of did that, we, we did the school, we did all the things. By the time we graduated or got to that place of our lives where it was time to enter the professional working world, it didn't function like that anymore. There right. were no jobs to go and get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't that. live in a world where you work a profession for 20, 30, 40 years and then retire. Most of us move three to five, every three to five years, right. either it be, whether it be laterally or somewhere yeah. up right. or we evolve. Yeah. Or sooner than <laughs> yeah. that. So, so it's the function of the way that the world operates is not the same as it was when we were being taught right. how yes. to prepare for what we thought we were going to be entering. Right. We That's entered something true. totally different. Very yeah. true. So I feel like our generation, people who were born, I would say, like between maybe like 79 and 80, all the way up to like 85, around that. Anybody Mm -hmm. born in that kind of window of time, Mm -hmm. um, we are trailblazing in a lot of ways. And we're recreating the blueprint for how this thing works. Because I I jokingly say all the time, like we learned how to type on typewriters. Mm-hmm. And by the time we actually had to use this typing skills, typewriters yeah. were obsolete. Right. And so that's, that's how true. quickly mm-hmm. it kind of changed right. for us. And like we right. were thrust into this world of, you know, when we were young, cell phones and computers or things were like only accessible like at the library or like certain places. Right. And right. now you got a whole ass computer in your pocket because your <laughs> cell phone can do right. all the things. And so we, we weren't practicing in the mode that we would begin to play when it right. became time to really do this stuff. Right. Very true. So we're here now and we're right. like, so... Yeah. We're having to... What do we do? Yeah. So what do I do? Yeah. And what does this look this like? Yeah. And it used okay. to be like a business card and a mm-hmm. meeting that you would go to to connect and network. And now it's uh-huh. like, you can build your whole brand on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Right. But what does that look like? Exactly. If I'm sharing parts of my day, and my day might include something that maybe is not in line with my brand or mm-hmm. the message that I'm trying to send, mm-hmm. do I not share it? Do I hide it? Is it inappropriate? Right. Or, or the other flip side is well people want to know you and they want to see your imperfections and they want to know you're human and they Mm want to know they want to like be in your business because we also live in the up to the minute paparazzi you know yeah that we want to know the behind the scenes life so it's like (laughs) do i share this and is it okay and is it like i'm letting people get to know me and the real me or is it like girl you're trying to run a business you need to keep that to yourself and that's like what's the right Exactly. Thing. So how? What, let's talk about what? What's your experience with that? I don't know. It's just you know. I guess it really does come down to perception, mm-hmm. and um, because really, at the end of the day, it is perception. What are yeah. people going to think of you? Yeah. Like, especially me as um, being a healer. But again, a healer doesn't define who I am because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still a person. Mm-hmm. I still like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I still like to turn up. Like mm-hmm. you said, we, <laughs> still, we still twerk here and there. Okay. Right? Like, <laughs> wine okay mm-hmm. but in the light of my profession it's like I have to just be aligned exactly with that when there's so many facets to mm-hmm. who I am mm-hmm. but the part for me is do I want to share that part mm-hmm. and then if I do share that part what are people going to think because if I have clients who look up to me I've had people tell me like you're superhuman are you even human mm-hmm. and I have to think sometimes like I'm kind of offended. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Because you see me in this light of being a higher power. Mm-hmm. And now you look at me like I can't live my life. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Like I'm I'm God. Yes, I am God. But like yeah. I have to live in this 
like an image of what you think God looks like because again perception is different oh my God. That as well. can right. we can we pause there for a minute <laughs> yes, that's oh true. my god because <laughs> this is this is so perfect that you said that because I literally had something that I was going to post the other day mm-hmm. and the caption literally started I am God uh-huh and I kind of went through it and it was kind of just basically what I was saying is we're all God mm-hmm. and that we're all extensions of the creator. And if we weren't, we wouldn't exist because nothing can exist apart from the creator. Right. And that we are like a physical expression of a spiritual being mm-hmm. and just kind of going into this whole thing. But and ultimately it was like, so we're all God. We all get to own like I am God. Right. Right. And I realized I looked at that speaking mm-hmm. of like wanting to post something and just being really kind of apprehensive about what people, how people right. are going to perceive it. Mm-hmm. I looked at that thing probably like, I don't know, half a dozen times or more. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it because I know that people are going to read. I am God and be like, oh, she's wilding. Yeah. Right. They're not even going to read right. the rest. She's of this. I'm going- wilding out. Yeah. 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 Because people become offended by that. They do. Mm-hmm. And we're so sensitive yeah. about our God. And I get it. I get it. Yes. I totally get it. I don't I don't I don't want to offend anybody, which is why ultimately why I decided not to post it because mm-hmm. I understood that like not everybody's ready to hear right. that. So I I'm saying it here now. So whoever's listening, you got it. But but I know that like when I was going to post it on the, on Instagram, I was like no. Yeah. I even had my friend read it. He was like, "No. Nah, uh-huh. They're not ready." Right. And still, <laughs> you know what I mean? To have to go through that many steps to be able to, to post a to damn post, picture it's, a damn it's post. ridiculous right. and that's the thing it's like you're trying to please such a wide spectrum mm-hmm. of people you're not going to you're not, not everybody's going to like you yeah, not everybody's sure. going to like what you post right. but you know Very what true. the best part about social media there's a block button hey <laughs> on both ends come on okay Hello. you want a praise break right <laughs> okay. here that's what you want to do right 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 you can get all this blood right because i've i've posted something before um i like to post the, um very inspirational quotes and things about angels and guides because mm-hmm. i work with angels and guides when i'm doing sessions with clients and I posted something, angel number 666. And mm, in our culture, yeah. the black culture, okay? Yeah. And maybe for other people as well. Yeah, Christian we, culture. Well, yeah, yeah, the Christian culture. And I also grew up Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, 666 is the devil. Right. <laughs> right. 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 But when you look at it from that light, right? That's your perception. Mm-hmm. And that is the paradigm that you grew up in. And mm-hmm. clearly it has not shifted. Right. Because... You still believe that this number is demonic. Mm-hmm. And right. that's not how I take it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm actually just trying to be very positive and, and lighthearted, mm-hmm. saying that it does have another meaning mm-hmm. to it. But I got some backlash. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I hit block because yeah. ain't nobody got time for that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm spending my day posting, inspi- you know, in- inspiring my following, my mm-hmm. followers. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for you saying this is you're going to hell and you you are the devil and think what you want, say what you want. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, you have to think about what you want to post. Yeah. Is it going to be uh, offensive to people? Is it a part of your brand? And that's pretty much why we're having this conversation right. because it's like, what do you post? Right. Not everything is going to sit well with everybody. Right. Like people, right. if people, if my clients are only seeing me as a healer mm-hmm. and I post me turning up with a glass of wine, they're like, mm, I don't know. I don't right. agree. That has nothing to do with my professional mm. life. It has Very nothing true. to do. You know, and it doesn't, it also doesn't negate the, the effectiveness or the validity or the power of what you do in your healing work like because you have fun and because you are human and you enjoy things that maybe people think that you should not Right. Or thought maybe that you would not enjoy, right? right? Like it doesn't in your body because you need to be pure. Oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's what I think about too. Because it's like, okay, you're a healer, you have to eat a certain way. You have to speak a certain way. Mm -hmm. You have to drink you you know what I mean? You have to it's all about nutrition. It is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I love why, and I still function well. <laughs> I love it. Right. I still I love because it. at the end of the day, right. I'm not even using my own energy mm-hmm. when it comes to me healing someone. And when you allow God to just flow through you, mm-hmm. 
I mean, you're not even who you are in the physical world. And the thing about that, even right. if you're going to bring in like the, the God perspective, and I grew up as a Christian, and you know, when we think about who God quote unquote used, mm-hmm. right, as, as vessels and, you know, conduits and whatever mm-hmm. else to do his work in the world, they mm-hmm. were never perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that we hear that in sermons all the time right. about, you know, everybody had whatever issues and he used them anyway. Uh-huh. But once for some reason, we don't allow that to apply to ourselves, which exactly. is why people struggle with the I am God right. even statement, because it's like, I, I can't be God. They want to make God this very separate um, kind of outer outward like being. Right. But even though the word literally says like, if you are a Christian person, which I don't know who listening believes what, but that we're inhabited by the Holy Spirit and that has given us the power and the authority of God to mm-hmm. like operate in the world. Like, so it's like all these things tell us that we're made in his image. Like all these things tell us in so many right. ways that we are God, right. Um, right? an expression of God, physical expressions of the spiritual being, but we still struggle with connecting to that power right. for whatever reason. Right. And because we want to make it outside of us and larger than us, then it's mm-hmm. like this thing where, um, when somebody, when you begin to operate in your godliness as a healer, you begin mm-hmm. to operate in your godliness right. as as a real estate person who deals with you know how we live and how we shelter ourselves. And right. I begin to operate in my godliness mm-hmm. as you know someone who is connected to mind, body, and spirit. You mm-hmm. know, work or whatever. Like people begin to put you in that other box, that right. outside you are quote unquote God right. box, right. and then you you now have to function in their mind as such right mm-hmm. and it's so interesting because i remember all the time people do like i'll walk into a room and people be eating some nonsense right. and they try to like hide it or put it away uh-huh. and i'm like i don't, <laughs> I don't care eat what you want right, right. right. or like one at one time this guy was like you want some pretzels and i was like no i'm good he was like they don't got no salt <laughs> and i was like i really don't want them now if they don't got no salt like you know what i mean like i get in his mind he thought i was saying no i don't want your pretzels because you eating like right, hypertension right, right. or whatever but like that i was just like i don't want right. i'm just not hungry right. but i think he got offended because he was like well my pretzel's not good enough for you and it was like no nah, i just i'm good yeah and exactly. so like this it people right. it's so interesting when you learn like how people view you mm-hmm. what they think about you and then you're and then when you get to push back against that to see how they respond to you mm-hmm. being like that's your box that you tried to put me in. i never fit Right. In that box or anybody else's right. box? I don't even know what a box is. I mean, right. it's like not even a thing, right? <laughs> so, so Akila, what about you? What's been your experience with that? So, for me, it's been a little. It, I have a different experience mm-hmm. because in my profession, I have to be able to have my clients comfortable enough mm-hmm. to do business with me. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, when you're looking to find a new home or a house, apartment, condo, whatever it may be, this is your home. So Mm -hmm. it's a big investment. Mm -hmm. And people want to be able to feel comfortable. They want to trust you. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself uh, having my clients, I have to relate to them Mm-hmm. You know, and have them feel comfortable and know that I'm human too. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. I go through the same challenges as you. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't be offended if your credit isn't the best. Or mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to hide. Like, be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Because right. the more honest and authentic you are, the more I'm able to help you. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, that's right. good. Yeah, that's exactly. a good distinction. Right. That's yeah, that's right. important to know. That is so you do have to kind of like, like you said, be able to relate to them right. in a very like human. I'm not judging. And right. that the money conversation. Oh, it's very. When you're talking about credit, that's like right. that's so a whole nother level of hiding. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, I, I've been turned down by this person and that person. They're frustrated or, you know, they just. They want someone that's going to be able to help them without judging them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to be able to relate to them or be authentic myself mm-hmm. in order to bring them to be comfortable enough to do business with me and mm-hmm. feel like, okay, she understands. She's not going to judge me. She's mm-hmm. going to help me. So those mm-hmm. are my, my experiences. That's good. Yeah. That's, a re- that's really good because I know the money conversation and the credit conversation and yeah. that's a very... Mm-hmm culturally speaking that's a very like kind of taboo place to go right or you don't want to share and I remember when I had to dive in and do this work with a financial advisor and I was running the studio Mm -hmm. and um it was the first time I had like a very intimate look 
at my finances. Mm-hmm. First of all, personally for myself. Because it is a personal thing. Yeah, but then also <laughs> sharing it with right. somebody like, here are my numbers. Like, right, right. this is what I'm bringing in. This is what's going out. This right. is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was like, <gasps> but right. I realized how important it was. And I knew that if I wanted to go next level, I couldn't start. I had to stop running from where, where I already am. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if I want to level up, I can't, I can't level up if I don't know where I, what level I'm on currently. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's not, it's not exactly. possible. So exactly. it really doing that really was liberating. Um, and also similar to what you're saying, having somebody who wasn't judging me, but who was able to look at the numbers objectively and go, here are our options. Right. Here's what we're doing. And also finding out I really wasn't as bad as I thought I was. Right. I was exactly. like, girl, I'm, credit. I yeah, was like, ooh, I don't know. But she was oh, like, right. no, 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 actually. Oh, right. And because she does this work, and this is not about like comparing and contrasting to other people, but because she does this work, she was able to say to me, like, don't, you're not in this alone. Right. Like, there are people who are whether they're business owners or not, whether they're just day every day, right? right. You did you talking true. about people who get a regular check every couple of weeks and right, they, right. they doing whatever they doing. You right. getting like sporadic money here and right. there and you know, my working for yourself is it can be a thing. It's a challenge. So um, you know, I was just really comforting to your point to have somebody be able to be objective, knowledgeable, relatable, right, non-judgmental. Right. Without being judgmental. All of that. Like, it was so helpful for me to really right. tear down those walls. Beyond the fact that I had to make up my mind already. Like, going into it, I had to be... I had to have decided, like, this needs to happen. Right. So, all this apprehension, all this whatever you have around sharing, you just got to put that on the back burner for a minute. Right. Because if you don't... You don't know. You can't do what you don't know. And this is not yes. your field. You need a specialist. Exactly. Go on and get this girl this this, uh, this spreadsheet now. Right. Stop right. playing. Right. Right. Exactly. We got a follow-up coming up this Wednesday, as a matter of fact. Come right. on, get this yeah. money, girl. Like right. I tell people, you're, clearly your way hasn't worked. Clearly. Because <laughs> so, that's why you called me. It's time me. to move on. Right. Because right. that is someone who, who, right. You, you, cannot, you know what I mean? Who works yeah. in this realm, this field. Who does this? Whose gift you. this is. Right. 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 Like, right. whose gift you. this right. is. Let everybody operate in their gifts. Mm-hmm. And you fall back for a minute. Right. Just fall back for just a minute. Yeah. It's okay It's okay to not know. Right. It's okay to to need help. It's okay. And all of that. But that's like, but again, that goes back to, at least for me, I can speak for myself, the entrepreneurial kind of mindset of like, find a way or make a way. Yes. Right. And, and feeling oftentimes like it is your job because it is your vision. It's your baby. It's your company, your business, your whatever. And so you feel like mm-hmm. um, it is on you. Yeah. And and it is on it you is. to find the right person to help you. Right. Is right. What, that's what's really on you at the yeah. end of the day. Like right. if you can't actually do if you don't have the skills, resources, knowledge, whatever. What's on you is the responsibility of finding the right person to mm-hmm. support you in the areas where you need support. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Exactly. And I think about, like, where did that come from? Part of it is entrepreneurial mindset, but another part of it is being raised by a single mom mm-hmm. yes. and watching her do everything. Right. And even though she never directly was like, you do it by yourself, she never, like, taught me that, mm-hmm. um, you know, explicitly. I learned it from watching just watching her be and do it all right and so i grew up thinking you gotta be and do it all until i consciously chose to your point earlier to shift that paradigm and know like that doesn't have to be my story right i don't have to be the one to do it all i'm grateful that Mm -hmm. she was resilient enough and resourceful enough Mm -hmm. to find a way to make things happen for us Mm -hmm. my sister and i but that doesn't have to be my story. I don't have to right. do everything alone. Right. I have yeah. a village of people. I have mm-hmm. a tribe of people. Mm-hmm. And all of you who are here and beyond the people in this room, mm-hmm. like, who... Are wanting to help. Want to right. support me. Jesus, want to support. Like, that's the thing. Right. Right. You forget that, like, because sometimes we feel guilty. Like, I don't want to bother people. I know right. she's busy. She yeah. got this. He got that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, people want it. And when they believe in what you do and they see the power of what you do and the relevance of what you do, Mm -hmm. like, in the world, they want to support because they want to be a part of that. That's why people donate to Kickstarters Uh and Mm -hmm. and do things like that because they're like, yo, this is a dope thing. The concept, the idea, the impact that it's going to have or whatever. And I want to say that I was a part of that. Mm -hmm. 
right in any way so if i donate five dollars if i donate five minutes of my time Mm -hmm. i want to be a part of that and i forget sometimes that Mm -hmm. like it's not an inconvenience to invite people onto my journey and that right not only is it not an inconvenience that's the way it's supposed to be we are relational beings we are Mm -hmm. created to journey together right so we were talking earlier and the the reason why this whole thing even came up is that i was just kind of sharing where i was and i realized that the other two you know ladies sitting with me were like yeah yeah right and it clicked like we are relational beings and you're always going to have somebody on your journey with you Mm -hmm. right whether it's somebody you already know or somebody new right you will always have somebody to journey with you because it's we're we're not meant to do this life alone no it was never just not I mean right. yes you will have your moments of solitude and your growth sometimes it will you were your journey will look different because your experiences will be different because your calling and your assignment is different right but when you're going through those stages mm-hmm. thinking about what you're thinking about trying to figure it out feeling what you're feeling there's always going to be people around you mm-hmm. who are right there with you right so that's why we have to speak up yes which is Very again true. why we're sharing this podcast yes. because if we are all three living our lives, doing what we're doing mm-hmm. in our separate corners until we come together and talk about it, mm-hmm. and we realize, mm-hmm. oh, we're on the same journey. Mm-hmm. Well, I know some of y'all out there right. who are like, man, I'm trying to twerk. Right. And I'm trying to get these coins. These coins. Right. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. And, you do and I want to get the right. coins, not necessarily by twerking. Right. 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 I mean, because that's also and, a thing, too. And, right. And if you do, that's okay. That's too. also a thing. No judgment. <laughs> but the point, you know, for, for those of us who aren't doing that, right. it's like, how do I do both? How right. do I get the coin and do the twerk right. together? Do me and still. Right. And, right. Not, and not feel guilty or like I have to hide it or like it has to be right. some kind of like. Um, like condemnation that like oh my god I yeah. can't believe right. you know you said this thing about God and then you cussed right. like, cause I be cussing sometimes right. I cuss at God wait a minute y'all weren't ready wait I, a do. Minute. I do wait I do I be cussing minute. at God cause he who I'm yes. hiding from I'm certainly right. not hiding from God cause you already know I was about to say what the fuck you absolutely <laughs> knew that <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I'm talking about we didn't had it out. Right. I didn't been like, look, bro. Right. That's not funny. Like, right. you out here bullshit <laughs> now. Like, this is not, right. I don't want it. Right. Right. And then God be like, okay, you done? Right. Because I'm not, I'm not done. I still got more to do. You out here trying right. to judge your whole life based on this situation. Right. So when you done talking about it, let right. me let you know I'm yeah. not done working on it. Mm-hmm. And, when, and then I be like, oh, all right. When well, you go on then. Go and be God ready, then. When you ready to listen. Yeah. I got you. When right. you done cussing me all the way out. <laughs> let me know. I'm right here. Because I, right. why you done, why you done cussing me all the way out. Right. And let me right. let you know. Right. I, I'm still working on you, boo. Right. Right. And I'll be like, oh, you right. Right. Okay. Right. Go and be God then. Right. I'll be back. Right. right. I'm going to be over here too. Right. If we weren't stuck so much in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We worry about time so much. Girl. We do all the work in life. Well, it should have already happened. Right. Oh, should. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I've been working this in, this whole year on removing should from certain contexts of my conversation. That's a great Because thing. there's no such thing. Because when you say, like, I should be here, it's like mm-hmm. according to what and according to whom. Right. Should it's true. I should be at a certain place in my finances. I should be at a certain place in my career. I should be at a, per- a certain place in my personal relational life. I right. should be yeah. like should based on what standards right. set by whom. And mm-hmm. you are where you need to be. Right. Exactly we where you need right to be. Now. We get to trust the timing of our lives. In debt, everything. All of that. <laughs> All of that. You know. Right. 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 And, and it's like. You are until you're not. Like, you are exactly where you are and who you are until you're not anymore. True. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And so like, judge ourselves. What it, but so why? Much. So what has been... So you should... Let's rewind for a moment. And we won't go super deep all into this because I think this gets to be a separate episode. So. Absolutely. But Akila shared with me yesterday, we were talking down at the pool because mm-hmm. we on vacation. I'm going to keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so y'all know. <laughs> It gets deep sometimes, but these are the moments like this right. is vacation, particularly when you're right. vacation with your friends, your girls, mm-hmm. like, or your guys, if y'all go on guys or whatever, whoever you going on vacation with, um, it's, it's those opportunities to connect that I really value, right. right? Those quiet moments where, you know, we're not separated by a screen or a phone or whatever, but we get to really like genuinely mm-hmm. get with each other in the moments and in the corners of our lives. Yes. But Akila shared with me some of her story growing up um, just about 
dealing with a lot and I'll let you kind of control the narrative on what you choose to share here but um when we talk about like judging ourselves and what what that judgment can do in terms of how it can be limiting for what we achieve in this life who we become and the impact we can make like how what is the process by which you have chosen to move out of that judgment of yourself and despite all the things you have lived through decide like I still get to be a business owner I still get to pursue my passions I still get to support others in this very like relevant space of their lives like what what was that like for you well it took a lot of um, self-healing and self-awareness I had to learn to love myself again Mm -hmm. Uh, so a little bit about my past. So growing up, I um, I was raised by my mother primarily, and I had an abusive childhood. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn to forgive. I had to learn to value myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I it was mainly me choosing life mm-hmm. again. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what it was, and it was a choice that. I felt I had to make I, I became a mother at a very young age so I had to not only live for myself but for my child as well mm-hmm. you know and I had to make a decision if I'm if I choose life there's certain things that I'm gonna have to deal with mm-hmm. and uh, certain people I would have to forgive mm-hmm. and so it's all a process mm-hmm. you know life is a process I'm still even as an adult uh, at my, the age I am now, I'm still I'm still going through that forgiveness mm-hmm. on different levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, not only uh, did I have to forgive, I also had to learn how to navigate in this world as an adult. What I need, what do I need to do to survive to help raise my family? Uh, I I've worked many jobs, mm-hmm. you know, but when when do I uh, transform from uh, just thinking of now to my future. I have to mm-hmm. plan for my future, my child, and uh, savings. Uh, I want to buy a home. What do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. So uh, I decided, well, I think it's a big reward in life to give, to be a giver. Mm-hmm. And how can I uh, give a service to people mm-hmm. Uh, and still, of course, make those coins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. what do right. I enjoy doing? Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, of course, went through many industries, just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Going to school, mm-hmm. and I decided, you know, real estate. I'm. That's a big investment. That's that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest investments that we make in our lives. You know, right. on my end, I have to be able to have my client comfortable enough, you know, with me to, just give it to me straight mm-hmm. and let me figure out mm-hmm. you know the deep the in-betweens mm-hmm. so when you kind of getting back to the the topic that we're talking about right. i know you're dealing with probably different people from all walks of life all right of life. and yes. so do you find yourself kind of compartmentalizing certain parts of you when you're dealing with a particular yes, client have, or absolutely. whatever i have to adjust yeah yeah <laughs> i'm constantly adjusting mm-hmm. you know but i also why being true to myself Mm -hmm. you know but i have to adjust to their comfort level Mm -hmm. you know whatever that may be Mm -hmm. i do that often yeah and that's that's and that's that's the interesting part it's the navigating that because i don't want to make it sound like i'm just out here being who i am and i don't give a damn it's not that yeah um but it is a fine line when you're really trying to navigate that like how do i present myself appropriately according to the circumstances of whatever mm-hmm. deal I might be trying to close or whatever client I may be dealing with, whatever mm-hmm. the circumstances are, whatever energy exactly. is in the room. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be able to adjust and adapt without losing myself and the truth of yes. who I am and how yes. how I am in the world. So For it's sure, like this right. constant like push and pull kind of yeah, tug of balance. war yeah. between like how am I am I being true to self, but am I also um, connecting to my client in the way that they need me to, mm-hmm. in a right. way that is supportive of the work that we're trying to get done in right. whatever right. whatever the context of it is. Right. And so, like, that's a, a constant thing. But then particularly, and, and, and I think 
for me, my experience is that when I'm with a client doing the work, it's a little bit easier to navigate because you can read them and you see how they're responding to you and you know like what mm-hmm. what makes them tick and you know what pulls right. whatever you need right. to get out of them to to move forward. Right. But when you're just kind of like we're talking about like social media specifically or building your website and the language that you use mm-hmm. and like I have changed my website so many times and yeah. part of that is because I constantly evolve and so right. I want it to be as accurate of a reflection of me at any given time in my life when somebody may meet me and visit my website. Mm-hmm. I want them to be like, oh, right. that's congruent with the person that I met. And right. it doesn't feel like, what? Because it's something language from five years ago or right. whatever, right? right? So there's that element. But particularly the more constant is like the social media where it's just me and my screen and whatever I'm feeling in that moment. And I don't have another person's energy to read to know like... right. With how they're responding to that so right. it's just kind of me deciding like this is how I'm feeling at the moment I'm about to post this uh-huh. and then being like oh you know is mm-hmm. this how is this going to impact people's perception of me right. um, realizing I don't have any control over that and certainly mm-hmm. I don't have any control how people respond to it whether that means they say something nasty or they decide to unfollow or mm-hmm. whatever whatever they choose I don't know I, I realize I don't have any control over that but it still has to be something that I consider mm-hmm. how is this going to impact people's perception of who I am your brand yeah and yeah. That is like it's exhausting right. sometimes. Right. It's I think, exhausting I sometimes. I think because the type of work that we all do, it's that one-on-one interaction mm-hmm. with the person, and we're very empathetic and sympathetic people. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to please, mm-hmm. right? And I think mm-hmm. that's where the tug of war can be because you're trying to please this person, but you're also trying to be true to yourself. But I feel like for me, it's like mainly focusing my attention on what they need. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to pay for this service, I'm going to give you everything. Certainly. You Absolutely. But, so you do leave out parts of yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's the part. It's like, okay, I want to be true. You, you're still trying to be true to yourself, mm-hmm. but your attention is focused on, I got it. I've got to do this mm-hmm. for this person. You've paid right. for a service and this is what I want to do. This is what you called me for. Yeah, so. delivery. You got to yeah, deliver. You, gotta, exactly. you have to deliver. There's no, that's, exactly. not a, that's not even like on the table as an right. option not to. Right. And I think my point is, is that because we're so empathetic and sympathetic, our main focus is to help people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we lose ourselves in that. And that translates over even to how we're right. interacting with them via social media and there's a screen between us. It right. still translates that desire to Wanted connect to with them yeah. and please them and right. support them and serve and them. And sure you're not offending someone with right. <clears throat> you know, because of the light they perceive you in. Right. You know what I mean? I remember at the beginning of this year, I got a message from this guy and he basically, whom I know in real life, mm-hmm. and he basically, in so many words, quote unquote, threatened to... Um, expose me is what he the language that he used oh, wow. and that he thought um, in so many words he said to me oh you present yourself as this master teacher and um, just all these things and I, I'm going to post this whatever and I, I'm going to expose you and I'm going to tell whoever he's going to tell like who you who I really he was gonna tell everybody who I quote unquote really am and at first it was like oh like you know what I mean because I was like I got nervous because I didn't I didn't really know what he meant but then it was like what could he possibly tell anybody about who I am that I'm ashamed or embarrassed about nothing right there's nothing Mm -hmm. that he could tell anybody about who I am or that what or what I've done that I wouldn't be willing to yeah, share because that's a part of um, you anyway because it's a part it's of a me part of because you, any, because even if I made it even if I you know I can look back on it and consider it to be inconsistent or incongruent with who I am today I still understand that there was a that was a part of my process and I got to learn from that I got to grow from that and I get to make mistakes even if that's what we're going to call it mm-hmm. right so all of that and so initially my thing was like what and part of it was like I don't even know what he's talking about so what right. is he even about to you know do because right. I'm thinking like what but then the right. other part of it was like oh you know scared and then it was you know I have to talk myself through the process like he's going to share that with his followers who I don't know from a hole in the wall right and you know whatever it is he's going to share I don't know, but I'm not ashamed or embarrassed about any part of the life that I've lived. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
So, you know, I kind of just had to walk myself through it. But ultimately, what I really came to the conclusion of is, which was, and it was interesting, again, to know, like, how people view you. And it was like, you present yourself as a master teacher. And I thought, do I really? Mm -hmm. And what, what I ultimately concluded for myself was, no, I'm not and never have thought myself to be a master teacher. What I know I am is a master learner and that I'm always willing to share my lessons Mm -hmm. from what I have learned from living. Mm -hmm. And um, whether or not somebody perceives me as a teacher from their perspective Mm -hmm. is up to them. But I'm always just learning. And I don't want to say just as in minimizing it, but I'm always learning. Mm -hmm. And I'm always willing to, in my process reveal to others what I am learning or have learned Mm -hmm. um, as I continue to peel back the layers of who I am because I do work in emotional and mental health Mm -hmm. and as I am consistently and continually exposed to stimulants Mm -hmm. and things outside of me that are triggering me or whatever and I'm feeling and I'm navigating and life is happening I'm constantly growing and evolving and changing and like I said learning and and it's my job to invite people into that process because I'm expecting them to invite me into their process when they hire me to do the workshop, to do the one-on-one, when they sign up for my online program. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm expecting them to invite me into their process so Mm -hmm. I can support them in achieving their goals and their intended Mm -hmm. outcomes, Mm -hmm. to your point, Akilah, I have to also be willing to do that so that it's relatable and connectable and they don't feel like I am some, you know, I don't want to be like the Wizard of Oz, right? Which is essentially what the Wizard of Oz was. Like, Mm -hmm. they thought we were skipping down the yellow road to go find this being that was going to solve all of our problems and then got there and... He was stripping too. I got my own shit. Mm -hmm. Like, why y'all coming to me to solve, you know, you want a new brain, a new heart, and whatever else you want. Right. right. You trying to get home, Dorothy and Toto. (laughs) I got my own shit. So, yeah, I can help you, and I may have the tools and resources to support you in your Mm -hmm. stuff, but understand that that does not negate the fact that I got my own stuff too. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? And so, but that was a key thing for me, and it happened at the very top of this year. Mm -hmm. I will never forget, it was like in January, and I was like, what is happening? Because I was like right on the cusp of like beginning this whole new kind of thing, and I just felt like, why would you do this? And then it was really like, no, you're doing this because it's a test to see, am I really ready for What's going to happen? Because there will be right. people, to your point earlier, Jay, that who are going to always have a thing. Mm-hmm. So you get to get blocked. Right. right. <laughs> on social media and in real life. Right. We get to never talk again because if mm-hmm. I can't trust that I can be vulnerable with you without mm-hmm. the threat that you're going to then try to quote unquote use this to blackmail me at some future point right. because you think I'm faking or whatever, like that's not a friendship that I need to be exactly. investing in because mm-hmm. I don't I don't got time to be tiptoeing around whether or not you're going to try to no. take my text message and right. flip it and do some other shit. Right. Like I don't got no time <laughs> no, for that. Yes. Right. So, you know, it, it's an interesting, it's just a very interesting process to be like always having to be aware which I don't right. which I don't think is a bad thing right? Right. I don't no, I don't think I being connected to no. the message that you send and being deliberate about the things that you say is a bad thing it's just sometimes the weight of it when again you give value to like how important it is that other people like how they perceive it because right. I'm always like I just don't want to be misunderstood mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever I say however you take it at the end of the day um, as long as what you heard was what I meant mm-hmm. now right. if what you heard was what I meant and it made you feel whatever type of way mm-hmm. that's your work right right to do <laughs> exactly right. but if you heard what I meant for you to hear uh-huh I'm good right but if you heard something that I wasn't even that wasn't even the message now yeah. I'm like no wait right. let me yeah how do I because I do feel like as the communicator it is your responsibility to make sure your message is understood like I'm not gonna go to France and call myself teaching somebody in English and then be mad when they don't understand what I'm saying you need to learn French (laughs) or do your workshop where they speak English right Right. but don't you know what I'm saying don't as the person who has the message to deliver it's not the listener's responsibility to to understand it's my job to explain uh huh in a way that they understand. Does that make right. sense? No, I get so it. Right. when people misconstrue my message, that's when I find myself being like, hold up. Mm-hmm. That's not what I mean. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to feel the type of way, feel the type of way about what I actually said, not about some shit you made up right. <laughs> that right. I said. Because you're going through something right now. Yeah, because yeah, that's exactly. your own, that's your stuff. Right. So make exactly. sure it's my actual message. And if that's mm-hmm. my actual message, 
made you twist all up, then then, then now right. we in a place. Now right. we can do something about it. Right, exactly. So that I think that's where I find myself. Like, I really want to make sure that I am being accurate as well as authentic. Mm-hmm. I want to be accurate right. in the message that I right. that I send, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And I think for me, I, I the same with, with that, too. I want to be authentic and accurate in mm-hmm. the messages or in just being able to deliver to my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and but potential really, clients. Yeah, yeah. potential mm-hmm. clients. But I think right now, I'm, at this point in my life, I'm really just wanting to focus on me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I'm just open to what that, right. you know, whatever that's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's that's the part for me. And when it comes to social media, I still have to work out if that's something I want to share with people mm-hmm. I don't communicate with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And right. so I think that's my dilemma is, do I want to share this? Because I really don't even care what's going on in your life. <laughs> and I'm just keeping right. it real. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I don't right. go on social media sometimes. Because like, I don't really care what you're doing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's too many things that I need to do. Too many things going on in my mind that I'm trying to figure out that I don't really care what the next person's doing. Right. Unless you're very close to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know in which I mean? case, I have your phone number. Right, exactly. Right. And so then there's that. Exactly. <laughs> I get to call you. I get to call exactly. you. To shoot you an email, have lunch, mm-hmm. something like that. So I think for me, that's my, that's my battle at this moment mm-hmm. because it's like still trying to run a business but <clears throat> and be relevant and be yeah. relevant but it's just like uh, sometimes just going on it's just on social media is just too much that's fair right. that's fair you know I kind of <laughs> and to, to your point with Twitter I mean and that's the other thing there's so many platforms so many. it's like I, I can't yeah, I'm not going to yeah. be on Snapchat I cannot do the things it's too much <laughs> so as it stands right now my main thing is like Instagram and I because for Facebook for me has become like a really like a downer Debbie mm-hmm. Downer because yeah. people are constantly posting like articles and videos and things mm-hmm. that are just they are relevant the news, to what you they're do the news and I just I can't at the moment it's and it's a lot energetically and emotionally for me to like even be exposed to and I have to protect that space yeah, and I absolutely. just can't so Instagram has kind of been my main thing but then I have, I'm also on Twitter mm-hmm. okay. and Twitter really is totally like my online journal like I rarely engage with any other people unless somebody like tweets me something or a response or something I'm doing or whatever or if I just happen to open the app and I see something that catches my eye and I choose to respond to it or whatever but Mm -hmm. for the most part I'm just tweeting like my own little stuff and I create my own little hashtag so that I can find my own stuff when I want to revisit this idea or concept and I kind of go back there and I just have all these thoughts like you know that are 140 characters or less that I kind of put out there just uh-huh. like as I'm going about my day and I'm like, this popped in my mind and this is a meditation or this is an affirmation or this is a concept or an idea. Or if I'm reading or watching something very right. interesting that I feel like I want to save, I kind of, I'll tweet it and whatever. Mm-hmm. So to your point, even with regard to like not really caring about what other people are doing, I use Twitter in that way and that mm-hmm. like... I don't really look at my timeline and I'm following, I don't know how many people, uh-huh. but I don't really... Yeah, and really, to be honest, I'm following most of those people. I'm following from when I actually was engaging with people on Twitter. So uh-huh. they're just like, I don't right. even know what the hell, right. you know, is going on. <laughs> right. But I and so I'm, if it were the, like if it were something I had just created, I probably wouldn't be following anyone. To be right. quite honest, because yeah. I don't read anyone else's tweets unless it just happens to pop up when I open mm-hmm. the app and it mm-hmm. just is like, hey, this is a funny thing or an interesting thing or right. whatever. Um, so I totally understand. And that's a very valid thing to mm-hmm. be able to say, like, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because right. I have to care about my clients. Right. And I have to care about the people who are in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. And I have to care about my family or whatever. But just you, regular Joe Schmo that I know from high school and we just friends cause, right. because of high school. And right. I haven't probably seen you since then. I don't really care. Right. right. I don't really care that you were at happy hour. Right. I don't care. This girl posted some other day. Right. Some, she made a salad from scratch. I said, how do you make a salad from scratch? <laughs> Isn't that all from scratch? <laughs> right. I mean, unless you mean you like grew the stuff from your right. garden and like, right. but it's a salad. Like you took it and put it in a bowl. That's right. not from scratch. What are you even saying? Right. Like, are you serious? You grew the romaine. Like, right. what does that even mean? You took it out of the, you rinsed it mm-hmm. 
from and that was your from scratch. You rinsed right. the vegetables off. Like, what are you? Okay, yeah. so yeah. it's just be that kind of so stuff. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> get out. You just had to post something, right. so you went to post your little Caesar salad that's that you made. From and scratch. that's the thing, yeah. And I'm not judging because no, I hope the salad was delicious. I hope right. it was. Right. But you ain't make it from scratch. I want to say that. Right. Like you did not make romaine lettuce from scratch you right. just didn't right. it grew like that no you didn't it grew like that it grew just like that and yeah. you put it in a bowl and that's right. the end right I, for so. me social media i'm not really big on social media but mm-hmm. i do find sometimes my clients like looking mm-hmm. me up on social media mm-hmm. but one has nothing to do with the other so whenever i see that i just block it and <laughs> just mm-hmm. keep it pushing because mm-hmm. really what does my personal life have to do with you renting house. or buying right. a house right absolutely mm-hmm. nothing right so it doesn't I, and I'm not really but it's hard it's this is the world we live in i, I have gotten just, jobs from social media like really? people a okay. woman reached out to me to ask me to come and speak and she flat out told me she was like yes i have looked at all your social media profiles oh Okay. All of them. They will. It's your. It's she your said it. She told me resident. right away, right away, out the gate in her email. I looked at all your social media profiles. I really like what you're doing, and I'm having this event. And I, and I was like, immediately when she said it, I was like, what if I posted? Right. Oh my god. Right. Even though she had already affirmed and said, okay. I love what you're doing, uh-huh. it still immediately triggered me. Like, Ooh, what did she say? Uh-huh. You know? And right, right. You, you just you don't. Right. Yeah. You right. don't know. So. That's it's yeah. just it's like oh it's so much yeah it's it so is much. it is a lot but yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> so and that's why when I had the studio I I kept it very separate right but initially I kept it separate if I'm being honest because I was like my friends and followers are not gonna want to see me post all these workout videos every day right mm-hmm. so I was like for the people who are interested in that I will create a whole separate mm-hmm. thing so that they can know where to go to find that and for my friends and followers who want to see that right. they can follow me there as well because mm-hmm. they'll get a whole it's a whole different type of content like right. the content was completely oh, different yeah, and so I and that was part of it because I was like if I'm giving out my business card or I'm linking with people who are looking to see like who I am and with respect to what I do right they can find me there they don't need to see mm-hmm. what I'm doing in my personal because exactly. that's not what you're going to get when I'm working out with you when exactly. I'm doing your nutrition program that's not what you're going to get right. you're not going to get joy in cut off jean shorts right. at the day party like you're not going to get that right you're going to get yoga pants joy <laughs> right in the studio <laughs> totally right? right so you know it's just with so entrepreneurship, it's, it's important to have those two separate entities, mm-hmm. your personal and then your oh, professional. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in and terms just, of your online presence. Right. Yeah. So yes. that was why for me in developing this new The Joy K. Madison brand, it was like, okay, now I'm putting everything in one place. Because before it was mm-hmm. like, here's Joy over here doing her thing. And then here's Eat, Sleep, Sweat, mm-hmm. the, the fitness. Mm-hmm. And so now that the, the fitness has evolved into mental and emotional health and the workshops and the things that I do are much more personal, much more vulnerable there. I'm sharing a lot more of who I am as a person versus as a professional. Right. In that context, I thought it's time mm-hmm. for it to be about joy. Mm-hmm. And in building the website, it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. This is not me going, this is my background, these are my credentials, this is my education, this is what makes me qualified to do this work. Right. This is me being like, I'm out here living like y'all. Right. right. And if you want to be on this journey together, right. because I, I have learned some things along the way that I want to share with you, um, then come through. Right. Come on to this workshop, come and on, sign you. up for the, like, right. and, and, and I needed to be aware of the difference in the language mm-hmm. uh-huh. and how I was presenting and the feel, like when you log on, like, what do I want you to feel? Mm-hmm. Where and it's, it's just, just another it's, facet in the business. It's world a lot. Kind of yeah, that branding piece yeah. is so important. It is because that's people's first. Unless you're meeting them face to face, right? A lot of times that's people's first. And because of, with our business mm-hmm. is very um, word of mouth and referral. Mm-hmm. Very much. Um, so. And I think most businesses probably are, but word of mouth and referral is huge. And so right. if somebody's like, "Oh, she does distance healing," mm-hmm. and I live in, you know wherever Iceland mm-hmm. right I'm not going to necessarily be able to meet her and shake her hand anytime soon right. so what her own, what is her online if she does presence. distance right. healing and she what's her online presence what do I feel when I log on to her website mm-hmm. does this feel like someone I want to trust 
mm-hmm. to share these intimate details about my life with. They're very intimate, yes. Yeah, and do, <laughs> right. do I get that feeling when I log on? Because it's hard to get that through a screen anyway. Yes. So how do we, as the business owners, do our best to say, yes, you can trust me with your information about your right. finances, and I'm not going to judge you, and I'm going to support you in the best way I can to get the nicest home, right. whether it be a department, a condo, or house that you Right. Would like. Right. And that makes sense for the life that you live. Right. Right. And how do I convey all of that from when you click on? Because they're going to see that first homepage, whether it's an image of you or your backstory or whatever colors or fonts or whatever it is we choose. Right. And when they click on that homepage, is it sending that message? Right. Mm -hmm. Is it giving them... Yes, I trust you with these because we're all doing work that requires people to be very vulnerable. Yes. Right. And does do I trust you? Right. With that. Yeah. From click of the button because mm-hmm. if I don't trust you right away, mm-hmm. I ain't scrolling. I'm not scrolling doing a whole bunch of scrolling. I'm not gonna right. read your whole ass website right. Right. to determine. <laughs> now, if it draws me in and it makes me feel like I should, that's right. one thing. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm not getting the vibe off first click, I'm not getting ready to go page to page. Right. I'm not gonna like force it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah. force myself to be intimately vulnerable with somebody who's not giving me the vibe that I can do that right. off top. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. like, these are things we have to think about. Yeah. And they are going to go on our social media because that's, that's the thing. That's the first, yeah. I meet people today and they're like, oh, off the top, we have a cool little conversation mm-hmm. in a couple minutes. They're like, oh, you on Instagram? I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> nope. You know, and, and that's the thing now. It used to be phone. It used to be like, let me get your number, write your phone number right. down. Then it was like, let me get your number, put the phone number straight in the phone. Yeah, Now exactly. it's like, we going straight to your whole life. I'm right. going to see your all that. Life. Right. I want to right. see your Snapchat behind the scenes when you put your baby on there. I right. want all that. Right. It's like, oh, you don't want to call me first? Not, That's true. Not a lunch? No? Yeah. Straight to my yeah. details? Yeah. Straight in there. Right. Okay. Straight in. Straight and, in. And that's the hard part is because it's like, do you want to expose your whole life? Right. You know? Right. To a stranger. Right. To a whole yeah. ass stranger because that's right. who you are. Right. Exactly. Because people follow me. I, recently, I just recently experienced a, a good surge in followers because like all in the span of a couple of days I got reposted by a couple of people like mm-hmm. my friend Carrie who's a celebrity hairstylist she posted something that I did and then um, I just celebrated my one year anniversary with my locks woo woo mm-hmm. and I posted a picture and so I got like reposted by a couple of the really big um, natural hair accounts on uh-huh. social media okay. so like within That's a span awesome. of a couple of days I just got like a huge surge of new followers like over a thousand new followers That's like something great. real crazy uh-huh. and um, it kind of startled me though because I was like oh I don't know y'all yeah <laughs> right and I literally posted on my stories because I knew it was going to be gone in 24 hours uh-huh on my stories, I um, posted, like, me saging. Like, I'm saging my page. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know oh, y'all. Yeah. I right, love y'all, right. but I don't know y'all. Right. And you come in, I don't know what you're coming and bringing. Mm-hmm. We're right. not doing that. Right. And it was just, it was a joke halfway. Uh-huh. But then it was also, like, halfway real because right. you, maybe you came here because of the natural hair post and you thinking you're going to be getting all these lock pictures. You not. Right. Right. Every now and again, right. I might post a, my, my hair going to be in the picture because it's on my head, right. but I'm not going to always be posting, you know, length check and doing the logs. And occasionally, every now and again, I check in like, hey, y'all, look what my hair doing. Boop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But if you thought you were coming here to try to get all the lock pictures mm-hmm. of hair and natural right. this, you're going to be sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're happen. probably going to unfollow me and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the thing. Or if you thought, because the video that my friend Carrie posted was me doing some craziness, dancing with Kevin Hart. And so if you thought you were going to come to my page and get all the funny videos like you're going to get from Kevin Hart's page, right. you're not. He does right. that. And he's great at it. You should follow him. Right. But exactly. you're not, I'm not going to do that every day. Right. So, you know, I understood that. And yeah. I knew like, okay, half of y'all going to be gone by the end of next week when mm-hmm. you realize I'm not posting this all the time. Mm-hmm. This is just like every now and again, a piece right. of who I am that I show occasionally. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know that some of you guys will stay because I do know that I also offer valuable information yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. so there will be people who will be pleasantly surprised by what I do even mm-hmm. if they thought I did something else right and mm-hmm. so but it, it was kind of like this moment of like ooh all y'all came real fast right <laughs> <laughs> y'all got here quick right like overnight quick right and I had to be like ooh how's this making me feel because uh-huh. I do believe that I'm called to change the world again that always plays into as much as I know it to be true and I believe it to be true and I am looking forward to the the day mm-hmm. And the times and the multiple opportunities, I have to deal with 
the other side of everybody ain't gonna be rolling mm-hmm. yeah always and i get to get in the practice now of detaching myself from caring yeah that part <laughs> from that i get the... to be like bro i don't mm-hmm. care right yeah because mm-hmm. you can master that don't take it personal right i'm I'm currently reading i'm currently rereading the four agreements yeah (laughs) i'm I'm currently rereading and i and i this is just a gold nugget read the four agreements by don miguel ruiz i have been reading it i read it at least once a year every year i've been doing that for the past like maybe five years or so okay um yeah, it's so great. It's such a phenomenal book. It's so important, and don't take it personal. Yeah, it's, is yeah. is probably like mm-hmm. for me the hardest hitting one because that's the one. Like be impeccable with your word. Uh-huh. Always do your best. Don't mm-hmm. make assumptions. I got those. Those mm-hmm. are the other three agreements. Right. But the don't take it personal one. Yeah. Child, that's for a lot of people. Until my my feelings be hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. For real, my feelings be real ass hurt. Like, oh, you know my friend. Why? It's like what? <laughs> Everybody yeah. gonna be your friend, right? True. So, still working on that. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. Definitely, I want to make sure before we close out, um, that you give your social media if you're on there, mm-hmm. or if not, if you choose not to, you can also share your website or whatever information you want to give so that people can contact you. Because I really want to make sure that people are able to reach you all for your services. Mm-hmm. So. All right. I'm not really big on social media yet. My business is still very new, uh, but I do have a website. That's www.enterprisrealty.org. Check me out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is Jay here. Um, you can find me at www.jayounghealing, and that's just the letter J, Y-O-U-N-G, healing.com. And you will be able to find me on social media from my website. Yeah. Well, thank you guys, Jay and Akila, so much. As usual, you guys, you know, you can find me on social media at Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. And since we are talking about this today, I'm going to drop this bomb. I just finally finished my new website. So I would love to hear your feedback. You can find me online at joykmadison.com, J-O-I-K-Madison, M-A-D-I-S-O-N.com. Let me know what you think about my new website, y'all. It's fabulous. <laughs> Thank you All so right. much. Of course, you know I have to get my feedback from my from my crew first. So, I mean, it's just, just what it is. Yes. So, thank you guys so much for being on. Yes, thank um, you for I will us. definitely Absolutely. include your contact information in the show notes as well. And until next time, thank you for joining me on Real Matters of the Heart, a space to come and be while we're still becoming. Peace out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That was episode number 22 of the Real Matters of the Heart podcast, Entrepreneurs Twerk 2. I hope that you guys enjoyed the conversation and found it to be relatable because this podcast is definitely all about community. It's a place for us to come and be while we're still becoming. And with that in mind, I want to invite you guys out into a couple of events that I have coming up in the month of August. On the weekend of the 19th and 20th, I'm hosting a workshop slash pop-up and it's going to be pop-in. I'm so excited about this new series that I'm launching called Lessons from Living, which is all about creating a space for us to come together and share the wisdom that we learn just as we're living life from our relationships, from work experiences and our families, and even just with our own internal growth and evolution. So I'm really excited to be building this experience for all of us. And I hope that you can come out if you're in the LA area. Again, it's August 19th and 20th. It's a workshop and a pop-up. So the workshop is going to be in the morning from 10 to 1. And the pop-up social experience will be in the afternoon from 1 to 6. All the information is available on my website. You can check me out at joykmadison.com. That's J-O-I, the letter K, last name madison.com. You can find all the information also in my show notes. And so thank you guys again so much for listening. And I hope that I will see you next month. Ciao.